Lawyer Talk. 2019, off the record, on the air. Before we get into the, to the topic of the day, which I, which we're going to do here, we were, we were all sort of kicking around. What has happened to Lawyer Talk off the record on the air? You know, it started as a show that uh, Jeff and I were doing. It started as uh, some discussions about some more uh, unique and, 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 I guess, technical criminal defense issues. And it, 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 in a lot of ways, it's, it's, it's kept that theme throughout. But one of the things that brought me to the study of law to begin with was not that uh, I just think it's awesome to go into court and do stuff, although that is sort of cool. It was, it, it was a lot about uh, the academic or philosophical interest in, in this stuff that if you take a line and draw, draw it through society, that's sort of the law. And the law is going to reflect what society is doing, and society is going to reflect the legal system, not necessarily in real time, but if you want to go study anything in history, if you want to look at anything in history and learn about it, a great way to do it is to look at their legal system because think of what comes into a legal system. I mean, people of all types, of all forms, of all economic uh, status, uh, so color, shape, economy, whatever it is, it, it, it disputes uh, in a in a in a society give you some, give you a a portal to to study it. And this is my esoteric uh, nonsense for the day, I suppose, but. We have not abandoned lawyer talk. This is lawyer talk, and we are using the legal system to look at some really cool issues and give you a perspective uh, that maybe you don't get anywhere else unless you want to go sit through three boring years of law school. We're lawyers, and we're talking, man. Looks like we're rolling. Yeah, we're rolling. We're lawyers. We're talking. We're rolling. So, so how, uh, that's lawyer talk to me. That is lawyer talk. In other words, if and here's the problem. What's in a name? You know, this is the old Shakespeare quote. Uh, because I don't want people to think this is some boring. Let's go study a law book show. Well, yet it's called lawyer talk. So I, I'm troubled, but we're going with it. I'm not troubled. I, I mean, so, with with different talk shows and things like that. You know, people spin off in their own way and. It's still lawyer talk because there's lawyers talk on with it, lawyers and cars. That'd be a good spinoff. Lawyers yeah. and cars. You yeah. Know, lawyers and cars. Yeah. But that like was that. my concern. That's, that's a big hip show right now, right on the Netflix. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, it is. I don't comedians, even know. Comedians, comedians, comedians and cars. And cars. Oh, comedians yeah. And cars. yeah. Well, and this would be lawyers and cars. Now Jeff and I were going to both become Uber be drivers. Hilarious. And and we were going to we were going to drive people around be, uh, on Uber and then like answer free legal questions while we're doing it. That would be. Lawyer talk. Like that'd be key. We got to get the on the road. Yeah, we got to get the footage of that if we're going to do that. But yeah. right. no, my concern when we first sat down was always I didn't want a pure legal show. I've listened to some others on the podcasts. I'll look it up on Apple, like lawyers, and just see what it is. It's just boring to me. And I think maybe at times people are bored by what we do, but we try to you know do an array of topics that hopefully when you see it on your ticker or your whatever on your iPhone, you go, oh, okay, well that's something I want to hear a little bit more I about. Enjoyed. Well, droids suck. We all know that, dude. Oh. Apple's the biggest company in the world. We covered that in 2018. Yeah. Right, right now, it shuts off your Wi-Fi if you're listening to Pandora because their new new update. Oh, Just really? Like, yeah, I want to bash them. Oh, man. I've heard it's, that. Somebody else was, yeah. was complaining it's going about on. that. You'll be listening for a while, and the new update forgets that it, it, it need keep looking for Wi-Fi, so it stops. If it were a droid, so you, hit play. you could just <laughs> download an app to fix that. Yeah. Not, Not downloading. So with Apple. Hey man, when you got trillions, 
What's a little? What's, what's what's that matter? It's a glitch here and there. Yeah, it's 2019. It's a lawyer talk. And I gotta ask record. though, Jared. I gotta ask I'll because need. we are. We're, this is kind of our. Is this our first 2019 show? Second 2019 show? Well, we did the New Year's extravaganza. Yeah, no, we had New Year's Day show. Yeah, New no, Year's we, had, we had New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's Day. But yeah, Shorty, yeah. who we've talked about on here uh, before on New Year's, I saw some. Uh, <laughs> She was getting down. Did you see that on Facebook? I did. Yeah, she was rock and rolling. She New was Year's getting Eve. down. She was. She was. She was rocking like a monster. Oh yeah. We got her the new monster speaker. You know, monster cables mm-hmm. and everything like that. It's got the. It's got a microphone there. It's got your own personal karaoke machine. I like it. She was in there in true McMillan style. I mean, that's her family right there. Yeah. That's, that's singing and dancing and having that's a good awesome. time. That's awesome. She was. She. Her freestyle game was on point. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, I like. She it. was on, man. She is was, it a karaoke she machine? She was slaying the mic. Well, it's good. It's a it's a speaker that has a microphone oh. and then Bluetooth or radio or whatever you want to put on it. So you put music on there. I mean, you could turn it into. I mean, there's like karaoke apps where you could get it to where they you know play the music you know and listen right. to, list the lyrics. Right. She didn't need that, bro. Mm, got you. She was slaying it, dude. Killing it, the she mic. She was killing, killing it. it. Yep. Killing it. All right. Well. What are we talking about on Here's lawyer a, talk today? We're, we're going to talk about a couple more things. Um, first, along the lines that we were just discussing, should anybody want to get our, dare I be arrogant enough to say, insight on the world about any particular topic, legal or not, all you got to do is ask. All you got to do is go to ohiolegaldefense.com. The lawyer talk uh, email portal is there. Send it. Jeff gets it. He doesn't always read them, but he gets it. I'm just kidding. Jeff, they no, go to I, Jeff. Yeah, I go stand to your top desk. Of them. Yeah. 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 So we got some yeah. mailbags coming up at some point. We got those questions have been piling up, and then we've got to get. Uh, if somebody I think we has got a, a question the other day, it, 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 is Bill on Grinder? And I quickly responded, no. I don't even so know what that not. is. Well, it's one of those. What, what, is, that like, is that like is Tinder? Skateboard app? It's one of those. Yeah, it's like Tinder. Skateboard oh. app. Yeah, yeah. Like that's a skateboard word. Grinder, yeah, grinder man. man. I thought grinder was a sandwich, but I don't know. I think there there are sandwiches. Grinders. Yeah. Grinders, hoagies. Hoagies and grinders. Hoagies yeah. and grinders. But I, I hope that we um, I hope we're answering all the questions. If you didn't get if you had a question submitted, didn't get answered, just resubmit it because now we're now we're on the cutting edge of technology to get these answered. Real time. Yeah. Uh okay. So with that. I have, we have danced around directly, indirectly, through it or, or near it, CBD oil. And there's, a, there's this notion that, uh, there's a reason I keep coming back to this because I just find it fascinating. I find the whole evolution of marijuana legality, medical marijuana legality, recreational marijuana legality, and now CBD, which is by all agreement, I would think, does not get you high, does not get you wasted, does not make you unsafe to operate a car, does not do anything to you that will impair you, is not getting the same treatment from the system as marijuana, which will get you high, which will cause you uh, impairment to drive a car or any other heavy machinery. I mean, it's got its own. I mean, I'm not saying that's good, bad, or anything else, but it's true. Um, I guess the good news is it's not getting the same treatment as far as legislation and the law writers, but... It sort of is in the field. You know what I mean? This is the problem with regulation out of a, a government entity is that an attempt to regulate one thing often has an impact on other things. For instance, CBD oil, which is derived from a plant that is in the same family 
if that may not be the right word, kingdom, phylum, family, whatever it is. Go with family. Go with family as uh, the marijuana plant. And for that reason, as we've talked about before, the D- Drug Enforcement Agency of the United States of America has determined that it is going to be treated that way. Um, others say that, no, it's not. It's different. It's hemp. It's, uh, it's a completely different plant. And to some extent, that's true. But you can make CBD oil out of a marijuana plant and just extract all the good stuff that gets you high. Or you can make CBD oil out of a hemp plant. There's, there's which, other strains like Charlotte Webb was designed as uh, a, a, a breed that's in uh, Colorado. And it has a really low, low amount of THC and a higher amount of CBD. And they call it Charlotte's Webb it's because it's mainly made for children with seizures and, and mm-hmm. problems going in there to where the THC isn't so high. Uh, depending, there's a lot to just CBD. There's a lot to just THC. But there's a lot in the medical field that believe that a right blend of the both are going to get certain patients the proper treatment. Mm-hmm. So they have been able to, you know, graft the plants down and carry the strains through to have different levels. And Charlotte's Web is one that everybody can look up. It's out there. It's, it was uh, produced in Colorado mainly for children with seizures and uh, I think epilepsy. I think yeah. that's awesome. And this is what has – I remember when when all these debates about five years ago started to come around. It's been longer than five years, I suppose. But when it, when it became a realistic thing to have lawful, legalized medical marijuana, I remember thinking to myself – what if you just took all this stuff out of it that got you high? Would people still want it? Mm. And uh, what you're saying is, yes, there's a legitimate medical purpose for it. Now, that's not stoner dude on the ski slopes out in Colorado is thinking, man, I'm going to take this because it's going to stop, you know, it's going to be good for my health. He wants to get baked and, and cruise the, the the slopes, right? I get it. I mean, I think that's awesome. And then you've got the the kids who have seizures who need it for other reasons. Just imagine what happens when you can put the full force of good old American ingenuity science behind this and actually study it, create different strains, and, and really make an effort to uh, establish different different uh, drugs for different conditions using this stuff. I mean, right now, it seems like the Wild West still, where you've just got people with their farms out back growing pot and, uh, and saying, hey, man, this will do this to you. This will help your anxiety. Imagine if you actually had and I'm not saying these people aren't true scientists, but I don't think we've unleashed the full force of our intellect on this yet. There's different isolates. There's different cannabinoids. There's going to be different levels in, in all the variety of plants that, that are grown, you know, in stylings. Because there's going to be, there's going to be cannabinoids in, 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 in hemp that is grown for canvas, for clothing, for that. And it's going to be a very different style. Then there's some hemp plants that aren't as fibrous that are growing more CBDs. So they, there's a, you can extract it from a lot of the different styles. Mm. And that's just one thing that always kind of keeps me wondering. Whenever you get in more in controlled environment, such as California and Colorado, mainly Colorado, I think, is really pushing forward on the health end of it all mm-hmm. and in their studies. Uh, but it's just, it gets, so here we are in Ohio. Here we are in Ohio, and let me let me give uh, some <clears throat> let me give some background. This is funny; my phone's ringing, and it's it's a, some call from Colorado. I presume that this is going to be a oh, they must be listening a to recording. live stream. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a recording. I'm not even going to answer it, but it's yeah. uh, I see the stuff like that happening. We're talking about Colorado. I get a call from Colorado. So anyway, uh, we, so we Taylor have, did some research for us. Uh, first of all, let's introduce Taylor yet again. Yeah. All right. So we have 
I, I have determined and we all determined that we have a shortage here. We are all busy with our other careers. And believe it or not, even though we now have millions of listeners to the show, I can't devote all my time to it. Um, and so we, we have uh, hired a, a news and research coordinator, Taylor Sanders. She is awesome. She has done some research for us on this. And um, she is our proverbial fact checker, fact gatherer, and uh, research guru. This is the person. She came in way before her deadline. Way before her deadline. And, and by the way, let me tell you something. Taylor uh, produced some research for us on this issue and some others. Uh, and she did it before her deadline. She did it succinctly. She did it professionally. And uh, anybody out there uh, looking, uh, looking to sort of get a head start, this is a, this is a model example. Anyway, all right. Is she a first-year law student? She, she happens to be a law student. I hesitate to say that because the skill set here that I'm seeing transcends that. Uh, this is somebody who just has a good analytical brain, somebody who is uh, able to complete research prior to a deadline, somebody who is not putting off the work assigned on others. I don't know. I'm going off on this. Sorry. Well, for, she's for, probably for, holding on to a bunch of CBD oil, and she's like, crap, <laughs> dude, I've got to figure out the answer to this, dude. All right. Anyway, Taylor, Taylor's awesome. So she has uh, uh, unleashed her skills on this and uh, given us a little bit it looks of great. Uh, a little get, memorandum. So here's the thing. Here, here's, here's what's interesting. Well, as, as, well, there's a lot of things interesting, because I just got them, and I, we were reading it just before we, we fired up the mics, and I was talking about, what I had heard on a local program yesterday. Yeah. And as I read through this, I'm, I'm reading differently than I heard. Well, this is yesterday. what it is. And we've talked about this. And that's Jared. just, it's, I, it was, I mean, I can say what it was on WSU. It was right here, local in Ohio. It was all sides with Ann Fisher. And, uh, whenever I was listening through there, they started, I, 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 I'm going to have to admit that I wasn't totally sucked in. I mean, I was doing other things and I didn't, get to hear the whole show. But when I tuned in, they had just got done talking about a lot of the new marijuana laws in Michigan yep. and the changes and things they went through. Then they got into the Ohio laws and then they brought up the CBDs and they talked about the CBDs on the federal line. Now what I was interpreting from her guest, I do not know their names. I've been looking at, I was just on her podcast. It looks like they released them a few days later. So I want to catch it and listen to it again. And so I can see and get the names of the people that she had on the show because I had a, a different opinion than I do right now. Well, and this is, uh, remember, this is sort of an interesting uh, notion that what we did when, when, when you and I first. When My you, daughter's here today. Go ahead, Steve. When Jared and I first started talking about CBDs, we, uh, there was this, this idea that the farm bill made it lawful. And I called up different individuals whose job it was to sell this stuff or who has made a business out of selling CBD oil. And I asked them where they believe that it's lawful. They pointed me to this farm bill. I even talked to some lawyers who had, uh, who were representatives of some green law firm or something. And uh, they said, oh no, I mean, they were absolutely adamant that it, and I, I could just tell by the, I've been doing this long enough to understand argument when I hear it. So, it, you know, we have law. And laws are very crystal clear on what they say, and they are also sometimes crystal clear in what they don't say, and they often leave us with a lot more questions than answers. But it, it, there's a you could have a law that says we hereby permit CBD oil. All right, well that would be very clear. 
And then uh, we also have in, our, in my world as a lawyer, argument. We take these laws that may not be so clear on what they permit or don't permit, and we argue and extrapolate from that what is what we think they permit and don't permit. And then we have this underlying notion of fundamental fairness, this stuff that makes our country awesome, due process of law. You can't just outlaw something with an ambiguous statute. Um, but there's flip sides to that, too. You can't just read into a statute something and think it's going to be okay because that's what you want. And then, then couple that, couple the argument side of this with bias. This is another huge, and, and I'm going to call it, uh, even, just, even if it's just uh, completely harmless bias, there's bias that you bring to the table in everything. We all do. We do it in our daily lives. Um, if I'm watching a show that, or if I'm hearing an argument that I don't want to agree with, I'm going to tend to find or default to arguments against it because I, I don't agree with it or I don't want to. And as lawyers, and, and me particularly, I can't talk about everybody else, but what I try to do is, is, is look at everything from a 360-degree approach and find out, all right, what is it that we're trying to get at and where does it fit? And leave aside what I want it to be, leave aside what I think it should be or ought to be or, or shouldn't be, uh, and then come up with it. And what I was getting, Jared, when we were first talking to these people is argument with bias. They really wanted CBD to be lawful and permitted under some federal law. So you and I, I, I looked at you and I said, I can't tell you to do this yet. Let me do some research. And I did. I, and I, it, it wasn't anything on par with what we have here, but I looked up the farm bill and I read it, at least parts of it. Well, I, I looked it up and read it. And that's why I came to you. Cause I was like, well, it, it I was like, I'm going to let Steve read this, but what I'm reading here is that, no, this is not working out. This is not, this is not legal. And even though companies were selling it and we talked to companies that had their attorneys and, and what you were going through on that. So now we got a new farm bill, the 2018 just well, went through. Let's go back. And they're, and they're very well, defensive. Because what we're, if you, call, if you call them and talk to them and say, I'm Boy, sorry, dude, you will, can't do it in Ohio. They're like, no, yes, you can. It's like they have they, bullet points written on the wall. Like, all right, I'm going to tell them this. I'm going to tell them this. I'm going to tell them this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so here's, here's what's interesting. Or let me, uh, not interesting. Here's what, here's what the fact is. In 2014, uh, there was an Agricultural Improvement Act of 2014. All right. And then in 2018, there was another Agricultural Improvement Act. That's what we're calling the Farm Bill. Um, and I guess for the uh, if those who really, really, really care, uh, we can give you some sites here, but uh, just emails and we'll let you know. But the Farm Bill was basically talking about, with respect to hemp, whether it qualified for crop insurance program. There's a program out there that if you're a farmer growing tomatoes, for instance, it's very near and dear to our heart. We mm -hmm. had a tomato case growing tomatoes. Mm -hmm. And if the crop is destroyed and you have purchased in advance federal crop insurance, then you can get paid for that crop if it is destroyed. And then it, it, that brings with it all sorts of other things like how many times can you collect? And there's regulations on how big your field can be, how much you can plant, and how what, what you know the, everything that you would consider once you open up such Pandora's box on a federally insured program. Uh, it is uh, ripe for abuse, like everything else. But the real question is, if you're growing hemp, does it qualify for crop insurance on the farm? So that's how this starts, right? And then it says, sort of as a side, that uh, we understand that. Hemp is grown for is permitted to be grown for certain lab, laboratory experimental purposes, right? Is that that's sort of what it how it worked, and not commercial sale necessarily, but laboratorial uh, studies. All right, so that was in 2014. 
2018, it essentially says the same thing, right? It, it talks about uh, production, research, and development of hemp, uh, not commercial sale. Um, and really, what we're sort of seeing is I'm seeing no big difference in the 2014 and 2018. Nothing in there. There's no magic in this farm bill that says, we, the federal government, mm -hmm. hereby permit CBD oil. Now, Jared, we have been, we may have been given, giving information contrary to this in other shows. See how quickly I said that? Yeah. We, because I, I, I've said, because my, I, I jumped on the bandwagon without doing the work. I, I, I everybody said, oh, the farm bill changed. Ohio didn't. But now even, it's lawful federally, I mean, but even not Taylor state. was finding, I mean, she can't definitively say no. He said, technically, no. Practically speaking, sure. You know what I mean? It's like, and I understand that answer because yes. that's the answer I was getting from a lot of the prosecutors too. Um, but I guess I don't blame the government. Um, from the CBD research that I've seen, um, there are so many different, as you mentioned before, so many different ways to extract this and create CBD. And several of them will say there's still a small amount of THC within them. Usually um, uh, 0.03%. I know, but that's, I, mean, I, I, know, guess, I, I, I guess that's I get correct. where the government's concern is because this needs its own, this needs its own regulatory scheme. If that's what's going to happen, the farm bill does not do that. It doesn't purport to do that. It doesn't even make any effort to do it. I mean, it's not even, and business can regulate themselves. The government doesn't need to go in full on, on a lot. Uh, the good, the business business, it, it, it works. <laughs> Business can regulate itself. All right. So here, you, you and I may digress a little bit on this. I mean, look, I, I, I bend towards libertarian principles often, uh, meaning I think the fair market should govern what we do. We, when you start getting into, Trump when, you, lover. when you What's get, uh, I don't think Trump's a libertarian at <laughs> all. I think far from it. Kidding. But uh, if, when we start getting into certain things like dispensing drugs to the populace, uh, the, you know, you, you, I'm going to get arguments from other sort of hardcore libertarians on this, but w it would be helpful to have a regulatory scheme that outlines and defines what it is to protect the consumers from, uh, I guess, uh, bad drugs. I so, can't, can't or snake that. oil. But yeah. that, because that, that's been my biggest fear. Which is odd in because this whole thing here is the snake oil bit. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, sure. But what's odd about all that is. When you look at even maybe the most potent CBD oil, it's nothing like the ep epidemic we've caused with opiates and other things that we've given to people saying this well, will sure. help you. And, 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 you know the, I mean? and the irony of this is we've permitted, we being many, many, many states, as well as uh, the feds by looking the other way, sort of are, are permitting it, uh, marijuana, right? So you can get high, but you can't take CBD. Right. And you can, not, you can not only get high. Now, if they were just saying you can get high recreationally, that makes sense to me. That's just like alcohol. Well, it sounds right like now. Taylor's saying that the d dispensary CBD is fine if you have a license and you Correct. have a, like a lawful dispensary. Well, yeah, to a point. But to a point. Because it, we're, we still, we're looking at the federal law right now. We're looking at the federal law. We're not looking at Ohio. We're not looking at, we're looking at the, at the federal law. And what I'm seeing here is in the 2018, it still did not let it go through. So you've got this, here's what it is. And I have a, a, or a contact of mine who is, I've talked about him before and I'm going to try to get him on the show, is a very, very, um, I, I don't want to call it aggressive. What am I trying to say? He's, he has a very strong interest and is very interested in uh, legalized marijuana for all sorts of purposes. And he has, I consider him to be very, very intelligent. He's a successful man. And, uh, he has his own uses and needs and whatever it is, whatever his cause is. But he, too, 
uh, defaulted immediately when I asked him to the farm bill, which which is back to what we what we were talking about. It really says no such thing. It does not permit unfettered use of CBD oil for the purposes that people think it does. It just doesn't. There are people in the industry that are rejoicing right now. There's that are dancing in the streets because they believe that they're going to be able to lawfully ship CBD from, let's say, Oregon to California, from Oregon to 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 Oklahoma. They're doing it now. Well, I know they're doing it now. They lawfully do it. Right? They lawfully do it. They, they think they're, they're doing they, it lawfully. Well, they think that, yeah, they think that, well, no, there's, there's a lot of uh, producers that are in certain states like New Mexico that do not allow shipments of outstated CBD to come into their lab to be manufactured. Yeah. Everything that's coming through because they have their own uh, state laws, you know, they're allowing things to come in. But now they're feeling that, hey, it's, it's opening up. We're going to be able, you know, we've got a bottling company. We're doing it here. So why just bring your product to us? And we'll be, they think that they're going to be able to ship it. And they're, they're, the talk out there is, is of that nature, which makes you feel like it. I mean, like you said, it's everywhere. There's, there, there's, multi-level, there's, there's, Amazon. there's multi-level marketing companies out there that have it, that these guys are persistent. They came into my store. I've had, I, I've, I had to tell one gentleman finally to, that we were done and please leave because he wanted to argue with me. About why it's legal. About why it's legal. And well, here's I, the thing. You could have the law all you want, but if the feds aren't going to enforce it, then what good is it? So that's what's happening. I mean, I don't then, think the feds are really enforcing then he was telling me, well, too much of this. Well, well, these distributors. There's always one guy. I don't want to be the guy. Yeah. And... You know, you know but, but they had a good program. I mean, to a point, like people come in looking for CBD into to my store. I don't have it. Uh, if I wanted to, though, I could be like, hey, if you would like to look at this program right here, you can get it directly shipped to you. And then if you get somebody else who needs CBD, well, they get underneath you, then, then legs, 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 legs. It's multi-level it's, it's, marketing. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. it's Amway. And all I have to do is get them to sign up under my name. And then I would get so to a point. It's not like a multi-level marketing where you're getting people together and trying to convince them to join in. I could get sales with people walking into my store. Once again, they're like, "Well, then you're fine because we're going to ship it to them. You aren't going to be dealing it." And one, uh, I am yeah. not an attorney, <laughs> but I I, I I I sit around with them on a podcast and I listen. At one point in time, I'm tied in. We, I mean, whether, whether you want to say it or sure. not, if I signed them up, they're signed underneath my name. I have tied them in. Like you said, though, I don't know who's going to regulate well, it, who's going to come down on it. There's stores right here in Columbus. You said Amazon. You can buy it. It's, it's, it's all over. So with all the gray area that's there, what do the businesses do? Because if you type in CBD on Amazon, you won't find CBD, but it'll come up with a, dump, a bunch of products that say hemp extract. And if you look closely at the boxes, even on the, the pictures on Amazon, it has the letter CBD on it. So I think that so Amazon believes they're safe because it doesn't, none of it is being sold as CBD. Well, but here's, here's, here's what's interesting. Billy said something, well, if, there's no, if the law is not enforced, then is it really, or does it really matter? And, and here's the thing about law. Things like this aren't enforced until it does matter. And when is it going to matter? And I can think just quickly of, in, in, a couple of different scenarios. It'll matter when somebody gets hurt because of some misrepresentation of CBD oil, where there is something in it that actually causes somebody some harm to the point where uh, it's a problem. Uh, Can you two, think of any time that that's happened, Jared? No, but 
I really can't. But, well, look, but I, this I, comes down to the regulation. This comes down to the part where what's in it. What's in what's it? In yeah. it has no, it, I get it. If somebody snuck something in it that was dangerous, I even get if all they that. didn't sneak something in that's dangerous, what do we know about this stuff? Enough to say if I'm if I'm dispensing this, and this is my next issue, which is liability. But before we get there, it's like what if I'm dispensing this stuff and just say, look, this is awesome, man. This will fix your. Uh, it's like uh, it'll fix everything, man. It it'll fix your headaches at night. It'll help you sleep better. It'll uh, fix your sore muscles and joints. You got a back problem, no worries. Take the snake oil, no worries, no worries, no worries. So two things are going to happen. Either A, it's not going to work as promised, and that's going to cause an issue. B, it will not only not work as promised, it will cause more harm than good because one, maybe it interacts with another drug somebody's taking, and uh, we don't have indications on it as to how these drugs should interact. Or two, it just flat out has some toxic toxicity to it either in a certain strain that somebody's created or in a uh in and of itself that we don't know about yet because it's still a wild west um maybe or there's I mean, been, isn't that anything though there's been additives to it there's some there's like, like why can energizing I... cbd well if you read through it it's like it's got you know the same ingredients as like in a red bull you know it's got yeah, caffeine and I stuff see that. and taurine yeah. and stuff and so it's like Somebody's like, well, I just thought it was CBD because not er people don't read labels. Ephedrine people, was this way for people, a while, right? People do not read labels, so they wouldn't but know. Isn't that, that, it, isn't that marketing? Isn't that advertising? I mean, no, we no. shouldn't be selling McDonald's cheeseburgers either, but you can get that on any Well, point. if it's bad, though, we can, if the Fed's regulating it like they should, they could pull it off the shelf if it was ever now, legal. Well, California's pretty strong on their testing of their, of their products because... We the state that we're in now, extracts and liquids and and vaping the product is is definitely on a a huge rise to where they're testing it before it hits the markets. There's companies before that have had to take their product back, aren't allowed to sell it because let's say there's a trace of pesticide gets that shows up in it. That's something that you have to think about, you oh, know, absolutely because there's still a regulation. No well, no, like I that. agree with you on that, but <laughs> is it in your orange juice? Probably, probably, yeah. and it's and it's such a low amount, right? Uh, that you're actually allowed to have a higher amount of pesticides in orange juice than you are in the regulatory right now in Colorado. I mean, in California, with what they test. So that's one of their big complaints. It's like this is getting rejected for that small amount. It's like there's there's more been tested in, in your, orange, say, in your yeah. orange juice. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. It's like until like, but it, it's being regulated by the state, and and they seem to be catching it and going through. And regulation implies research. Yeah. And, and, and how long has CBD it. been around? I mean, thousands of years, right? So marijuana's been oh, so I mean, mushrooms been, have been around for all these well, years. I mean, but but actually, extracting it into an oil is that a new? I don't know. I'm asking. No, I mean, it's I not new. Probably no. Uh, it's, humans it's, have probably been doing it forever. Yes, you know? it's, it's, yeah. like, it's not new. You know, okay. even like there's always these old remedies. The ways of doing it are new. You know, the technology right, right. Is, is new and caught right. up. But just because it's been done for years doesn't mean it's not going to harm you when used in the kind of quantity. I mean, look, the Indians or well, Native Americans would take peyote, and, and they had their thing with it. But well, here's all I know. People die every day from too much alcohol, from other drugs like heroin. I mean, if I Google right now well, CBD not legal. overdose, heroin's no, I not know. Legal. neither is this, according to what we're talking about. But people aren't dying from... Uh, let me. I guess let me say it this way: If people are dying from alcohol, they know what they're ingesting. It's regulated to the point where it's obvious, and uh, there's warnings on it. And if people are ignoring the warnings and taking it, so be it. But there's no. There's no. What if it says this is not approved by the FDA? 
All right, well, that's a liability issue, right? So now the question is, am I going to be personally liable for selling it? What I'm, what I'm talking about is, Bill said, it, it, there's laws out there, but they're just not being enforced, so they don't exist. And they'll, they'll be enforced when it matters. Mm. They'll be enforced when the, a problem emerges. They will be enforced when uh, some harm happens. The other, the, in the other situation they're going to be enforced is when people start making a shit ton of money. money. Now we're going to want it enforced because the big boys are going to want control. Big yeah. tobacco or big pot yeah. or big whatever is going to want control. Um, and even to the extent like uh, liquor is highly regulated by the government. So that's that's really the a number one lawful drug that really has no medical purpose. I don't care what anybody says about drinking a glass of wine a day. A number one lawful drug <laughs> yeah. that is dispensed by the that is regulated and permitted to be dispensed by the government is alcohol. And uh, so ultimately, why is that? Because we want our liquor tax. The government wants to make its cut on that. And big liquor industry has a huge interest in that. So sooner or later, that's when this stuff will happen. Now, until then, go go forth and prosper, I guess, because there, there's people out there making money on stuff that they don't even know what it's doing. There's people out there making money on stuff that maybe they're misrepresenting what it's doing. And there's people out there making money on stuff legitimately because they're they're dispensing a product that is what it says it does or does what it says it does and is what it says it is. But it, the, the point of all this is there is not a regulatory scheme uh, that the farm bill or any other federal bill creates. So if you want to know uh, like an opiate that was dispensed for pain, at least there's going to be legislative history on it. There's going to be some R&D on it. You may disagree with all of it. None of this will ever happen until the federal government declassifies it. Yes. None of this will, no studies can ever be proven or no, studies cannot happen until it is declassified. And, and what did I read in here? Schedule one under Ohio law, schedule two under federal law? Opposite. Yeah. Opposite. Yeah. Okay. So but I'm assuming there's big companies out there maybe lobbying the government now about yes. this because they want their you hand bet. in it. You know? yes. So all these little companies now on Amazon, they're going to be wiped out eventually. Well, it, they're going to be, we don't know yet, but I do know this. It's, it, there's no... They're not in, selling CBD. Like you said, Jared, it's not going to be studied <laughs> yeah. until it's permitted, but if the Farm Bill does anything... in Canada. There is an implication in the Farm Bill that would permit study, right? And not even Research. implication. It's almost, it's almost um, not just implied, but it actually is expressed. You're allowed to grow it for research, certain research purposes. Now, uh, when you get in the weeds and what those purposes yeah. are, I don't know. And how much you're allowed to produce, I don't know. And, and, and there's answers to all this. But to the extent but that But you're allowed to research it, you're not allowed to commercially sell it. Correct. So to the extent that the farm bill exists and has to do with CBD, it at least has opened up the door crack for further research on the product. And now, and you know... And, you're going to get it. You're going to, if people have read that to me and, Oh, I can just sell it whenever I want because the farm bill says so. I guess what I'm saying is if somebody comes to me and this has happened by those at the table and says, Steve, I want to get your professional legal opinion on CBD oil because I've got a multi-level marketing company who says I can make a ton of money dispensing this and selling it and signing up for their program. Am I allowed to do that? And I would have to read this and say, I can't give you my opinion that this is a yay. You can go just do whatever you want. Uh, no way. Uh, so be cautious, I guess, is the, is, the, is the advice of the day. And then it's Do like, you think this is, I'm not trying to interrupt you, Steve. Do you think this is tantamount to the mortgage thing that we had going on years ago? Do you think these people that are getting involved in these, I'm not saying they're pyramid schemes, but they're 
they're they're contracting with someone to sell this CBD. Do you think 10, 15 years from now, the government's going to come in and say, back then, you did you engaged in the sale of this, it was illegal, and go after a whole bunch of people? Uh, you know, again, I don't think laws get enforced like that until they need to. So the question Something is, what is what has happened that would, that would warrant that? But I do have two other things directly related to that written down. One is called liability. One says liability, and the other one says conspiracy. And liability on the civil side, so the big, big picture legal system, if I sue you because you, you harmed me or ran into my car, that's a civil suit. If the, if the government uh, charges me with a crime, that's a criminal suit. So crime, civil. So liability is really a civil concept. I am liable for damages. I caused somebody else. Products liability works this way. You buy a lawnmower and they don't have a guard on it or an interlock device or something like that and you lose your fingers. You get to sue the manufacturer as well as everybody who sold it to you and the right. person that sold it to them and all the way up the line. It's called strict liability. Now, this is oversimplification for those uh, injury gurus out there. But And in- just a word of warning, if you take that guard off, you're probably not going to be able to get not necessarily. Not if if the guard is uh, is capable of easy removed. removal, and it would be foreseeable that you can renew. I mean, there's all sorts of things. There's nuance right. to it, but at that's any a joke rate, because Steve chopped his finger off taking the guard off. That's because the saw was unusable with that damn guard on it, right? It's like couldn't do what I wanted it to. Definitely worked without it. Right. Look, if I want it, that's free will, right? If I want to go jump off a bridge, I get to do that. But right. uh, if I, I gorilla s- taped up my lawnmower, I got a hunch that the manufacturer is not going to say that's a safe way to. Right, right. on gorilla around. tape would. Right. Yeah, gorilla I know. Tape. <laughs> so I guess the point is, is that let's say that I caused harm in a multi-level marketing scheme. Scheme's a bad word. In a mar- multi-level marketing business model, I dispense it to you, Jared. You're my, you're in my downline, so to speak, and you've sold it to twenty people. Well, one of the people you sold it to got sick and maybe even died because there was an adverse reaction with some other drug that was prescribed. You didn't give them any warnings or anything else about it. You just said, this stuff is awesome, man. It'll cure the common cold. And uh, they say, Jared, this is a bunch of crap, man. You should never have sold me this. I'm suing you for $20 million. And you look at me and say, I don't have $20 million. I'm suing you. I I look up at Bill, and he's at my upline. I say, screw you, Bill. You sold it to me. You didn't tell me that I'm suing you. And then it goes all the way to the top, and I'm dealing with Mr. Green Law Firm, and he says, "Uh, sorry. I, you know, I, we don't even have a business anymore. It's gone. You know, it's like, so the question is, where does the liability fall? Well, it's always going to fall at the deepest pocket. And uh, that's the first issue. Then the question yeah. is, what if none of this were actually allowed by the law? What if it is violating the law to sell it? Now it's a crime. Where does that fit in? Well, Jared, you're in my downline, I'm in your upline, and Bill's there too, and Jeff is Johnny Law over there, and he's going to look at all of us and say, sounds like you boys got an agreement to sell this stuff. That's called That's a called conspiracy. That conspiracy. <laughs> sounds like you boys yeah. have a conspiracy to commit yeah. trafficking in drugs. And as a result of that, somebody has died. We don't care about the death unless we can directly link it up causally. Now we're going to charge you with killing somebody, so we're going to charge you with manslaughter or murder, Oops. which is happening right now in opiate cases all the time. All the time, yep. And... Uh, you're going to get not only charged with conspiracy to sell drugs, you're also going to be charged with manslaughter. Now, this is the this is this is why lawyers suck, right? Because mm-hmm. I just immediately see all these things that could yeah. happen to you. But I think it's it's relevant for what we're doing here because the farm bill does not address any of this and doesn't give you insulation from any of this, and it certainly doesn't uh, say one way or another that you're that this is allowed. So, yeah, ultimately. The issue becomes, what is the federal government regulation going to say, and how is it going to be created? And 
what's interesting to me is that you have a you have a farm bill and it has really zero it's not being treated i get what am i trying to say if i have um uh, I don't know, uh, uh, some anti-diarrheal drug, right, that, that, I, that I can buy over the counter or even prescribed if it's super drug. That has, that has gone through uh, a certain administrative process to be approved, meaning it's been studied. Uh, it has been, uh, uh, people have tested it. It's been peer-reviewed. It's been whatever. I'm not seeing any of that. Zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C. All the stuff you buy at GNC, none, none of that stuff, of, none, none of, that, of it, none of it's been you can tested, none of it's been checked. A lot of times and, when they do it, this is why the, the UFC fighters are getting in trouble because they're going and taking a GNC supplement and they have steroids in it. Yeah, because the company that's mixing it has all kinds of stuff in their labs. Happens all the time. Yeah, and you go to, if you go to Walmart, you go to Kroger's, you go to any local place there, and you go into the the pharmaceutical area. If you once you walk down that that vitamin aisle. It's none insane. of that. It's none wide of open. That. Yeah, it's, it's wide open. It's, it's all supplement world, right? And that's what this is entering into: is the CBD supplement world. Except, except it's being touted as a not like at least in the marijuana to the extent that it's directly tied to marijuana. Let's just look what we're talking about. We're talking about medical marijuana. Yeah. We're talking about using it as a drug to address medical conditions. And the, I, I don't know where the lines are drawn to take it from supplement world to actual drug world. To me, CBD is totally a supplement. supplement. Totally, totally, totally a, it's a supplement. 100%. If I were to go on it there, it's it's a supplement. Taylor. And you Taylor. would want, and you would want yeah. to get with... Oh, Taylor. That's when the companies that want to be successful, they do not want that lawsuit to come up the chain. That's why they're willing to test all of their products, go through, find it. They want, they want to be around. They're not... Now, then again, there's some that will fly by night. Of course. That don't really care. Yeah, don't really care. And yeah. they're just going to pump something into it. It might not have any CBD in it at all. Which just is put the it next. On, just put it on the label. So you have to do your own due diligence and your own research and kind of look into what you're purchasing, I would imagine. Yeah. I and, mean, how many how can That you? exposes you to a lot. How can you do your own research? Somebody gives me, I mean, what's this coming? Let's say I get a gummy bear that allegedly has C or a pill. I don't have, and the normal consumer does not have the capacity yeah. to, to go test and see what's in that. You have to pay like a SEA labs or some lab to do that. And who knows, you know, so I don't get, I don't have the benefit of that research, which is why regular, I think this ultimately goes to, right. It, it really, I, I get I think it. The, the GNCs of the world, there's, it's not going to have the kind of financial impact that this stuff is going to have. And yeah. it's tied no. to an otherwise I mean, controlled there, substance. Is there any deadly amount of CBD or THC that can be in the system? Like, can it be deadly? No. I don't think so. No. I, don't, I don't know. There can be a deadly amount of nicotine. I think there can be a deadly yes. amount of caffeine. There can be a deadly amount of alcohol. Mm -hmm. So I think people are comfortable taking that risk because of that, that statement. But you're also comfortable buying nicotine, alcohol, and what was the other one? Uh, caffeine. Caffeine. Because you know that what you buy on the shelf is what it purports to be. But I agree. I don't know that I know that. Well, when you go buy Folgers Coffee, <laughs> you know that Folgers Coffee. I don't know. I mean, is that a company that's organic? Well, what are they look, putting we're not, on We're there? talking about a deadly amount. We're not talking about right. the other stuff. We're talking about a deadly amount. Because the other stuff can exist on any product, anytime, well, anywhere. Well, it wasn't your, your concern that they take it. Let's say they take a handful of gummies. They get a, some bottle of gummies from some company and they take them all. No, okay, no, no. I don't no, think no. there's an overdose amount. I, look, maybe, there's, maybe there is, maybe there isn't. I don't know, but I do know this, is that if I go purchase uh, caffeine, I know what I'm getting. 
I know what coffee is, or I know what a nicotine gum is. What if I what if I purchase caffeine pills? Exactly. I I take the the, the caffeine pills or the jolt colas of the world. But I am somewhat and I'm not saying me personally, but I think Joe Consumer is somewhat uh, pacified by the notion that there's been some government regulation sure. of this. Just because it's in a bottle or it's in a bottle, it's being sold, it's on it. a thing, and it's got the ingredients. There's government it's got regulation the on the vape industry. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, everything well, has to be filed, is, everything, and you have to file all your tests every time you do a batch. That's right. That's and what that's, and that's an interesting point because I don't know that there's been enough research on vape yet. That's a great parallel, though. That's a that's a great. I have five and a half years of research for you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But the the, the the people that are against vape, like big tobacco, that's what they're saying, right? Well, well no, I mean, actually, they're jumping on board. People are going to go wherever their financial interests are on this, and it, I, whether there's peer reviewed independent research on this product, who the hell knows? But I mean, big tobacco is buying into Canada companies right now. You know that that since they've legalized marijuana, they're yeah. working with their companies over there. I mean, I mean, yeah. It, if I go to a barber. And ask them if I need a haircut. They're going to say yes, right? Like <laughs> you need a haircut, young man, and I'll do it for you. If I go to the CBD, what do you think? Do you think this suit looks good on me? If, it looks and, great. And you need another one, right? If if I go to CBD salesman, saleswoman, salesperson, whoever the hell it is, and say, "Is this stuff good for me?" Yes. Oh, for sure. Now, if I go by, that's like asking a lawyer, "Do you need a lawyer?" Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the point is, and if I hire researchers and I'm the salesman, I'm going to say, well, look, our researchers say, or, or they're even leaving that out. It's like researchers have said this, this, and this, and this, but it's a bunch of garbage because I've, Big Tobacco did this for years. Doesn't cause cancer, doesn't cause cancer, doesn't cause cancer, doesn't cause cancer. And it did. It does. They hit it. They don't care because they made gazillions. Um, I, I guess this is, I'm not arguing against CBD or even for it for that matter, but at the end of the day, these this is why the farm bill is insufficient to say CBD is lawful. Now, whether it's enforced, I think, remains to be seen. Whether whether uh, some big harm comes, like what you're saying is, yeah, it probably is not going to hurt anybody. I, I agree with you. It probably won't. I'm not saying it will. Uh, but on the other hand, what if well, it does? Well, at least no more than the products that we see at CVS every day but in the supplement aisle. Again, well, the supplement aisle is a different story. But again, it, 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 with respect to things that we buy every day, so when I go buy my... Um, shaving cream. I, right. I have some reason. It may not be, it may not be, it may not be uh, legitimate, but I have some belief. I don't think it's legitimate at all. That there has been some studies on this to at least have, I can have a reasonable assurance that this product is not going to kill me. Now, it, with all the cancer stuff and all the carcinogens coming out, we, we may right. be completely wrong, <laughs> but at least I think there is a consumer confidence in that. Sure. That it, because it's on the shelf, because it tells you what's in it, because there's been this and this and this and this, then there's some reason. Now, I, I'm not saying that stuff works, but there's there's at least a consumer confidence about it, and there probably is some semblance of legitimacy to that. Um, and not to say the government's perfect. In fact, I'm the first one to say it is far from it, but at least there is an independent uh, entity, the government, who is probably not immune from big tobacco lobbying, et cetera. But, you know, who knows? So I don't even know where we got on this or how we got started. Well, I think the the conclusion is that a lot of people are interpreting the farm bill to say that it's okay to have CBD oil. And the bottom line is, as far as Ohio goes, frankly, as far as federal goes, it is not legal to sell CBD oil. It is not. It is. Yeah, I agree with you. Unless you're you're one of these delineated dispensaries, maybe. And even then, just like selling marijuana. If, if somebody looks at me and says, is this against the law in Ohio to sell pot medically? I would say no, but it is against federal law. Yeah. 
the supremacy clause comes into play. Right. So it's like the feds say you, you, sir, can't do this. Now, whether I got uh, Agent X knocking on my door about it or not is a different story, but it is still against the law. Uh, so it, 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 it speaks only to production, research, and development of hemp and not the commercial sale. See, I think that's where the people of Amazon believe they're safe because it's speaking towards hemp and CBD, CBD is hemp extract, right? So it depends on what you call it. And then again, what, what liability are you exposing yourself to by dancing that dance? You know, I can't help thinking that I've been thinking the jerk the whole time. When he created the little uh, the OptiGrab, when he created the OptiGrab, I can fix those for you. Too. Yeah, you can. We'll fix, we'll fix those these suckers. suckers. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I love that movie. Uh, so, anybody who cares, uh, let's talk about uh, the legislative stuff here. So, twenty-one USC, that's United States Code, section eight twelve, will be the uh, farm bill that we're talking about. Um, some other citations do we care about here? Well, so, Taylor did a good job here. No, she did a great job. And and this is the stuff she had. Now, uh, this is a real lawyer talk episode. We are, this Ohio. is kind of groundbreaking because I'm like you, Jared. I didn't, I had a totally different interpretation of this. And now actually looking at the law, I, I still am shocked. I'm sitting in a court with a Columbus Monthly magazine in front of me. I look down on the on the first inside insert of the page says, "Hey, so and so on Broad Street's CBD oil, CBD vape, see what all that crap is available." You said you were down yeah. near Waverly, right? Waverly's and, got and a big, CBD big, shop, big, big sign. sign lit up, green so, and red, yeah. CBD, CBD here. And it's funny because it gives you that vibe, Steve, of uh, medical. It yes. gives you that look of medical. Like it's a, like it's a, you know, when you see the hospital sign with the sure. plus sign and the red and white, it's, it, it's a green, it's green CBD lettering, but almost made to be like a medical. I was just down in the Ozarks. You know what I saw down there? I, I saw CBD sold here. Yep. Big signs. Up. Yep. I mean. Well, that, but just because you see that doesn't mean it's legal. Well, no, no. But, I, I mean, no. that's what people think it's legal because they're seeing it sold. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't, somebody's been pushing McDonald's cheeseburgers I, for years and ruining us too. Well, so. just understand that the people who are, are who are uh, pitching that narrative have a direct financial interest yeah. in that, right? Because sure. they're selling it to you because they're they're telling you this is awesome for you. Now that may be true, it may not be true. I hope it is. It's cool, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all good, dude. No, man, everybody's doing it. it's a cool everybody's thing to do. Doing it, dude. No, there, there's there's no THC. It's not illegal. Hey, look at the farm bill, dude. Read the farm bill. No, like, man, oh, dude, you hear, dude? Just got signed. No, but that is really that's what people and, are doing, and that's what people are doing. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not. I'm just talking about customers and and people that I've seen on the street and talked to. They're oh no, it's it's cool. And they're so confident and, and to walk so, in places. And they're so confident it's, it's okay. And I'm like, where are you getting this information from? What the guy that sold it to me? Oh, well, you should always trust the society drug isn't the smartest batch, you know. I mean, you know, this is always a thing. Go to the resources yourself. If you, there is no substitute for personal responsibility, there is no substitute for figuring it out on your own and not just accepting somebody's word for it. Now, that doesn't mean that if you don't know how to go to Lexis or Westlaw and do your own legal research, you have to. You can always go hire somebody like Taylor or call Lawyer Talk and get have us. Do give you the best answer we can give you, but uh, I, I guess this is true of anything. Some personal responsibility here might be a little bit of uh, the best medicine because, no pun intended, because if you just accept that somebody says, oh, it's the farm bill, it's lawful, and you don't look that up, 
you it doesn't mean you're not going to, when you're charging, you can't just say, well, yeah. You know, I, I was told that it was lawful. It's like, well, guess what, sucker? It mm-hmm. ain't, and we don't care what you yeah. were told. Bring that to a courtroom and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, so read the Farm Bill. Read the Agriculture Improvement Act of 2018. Go ahead and read Ohio's medical marijuana laws. When you talk to people that have never, Bill never been arrested, their viewpoints are always different. Well, this is it, right? They're, they're always yeah. like, no, nah, man, my grandma gets it. Nah, it's, it's cool. This yeah. is the situational bias we all live in, right? Because you just, or the, everybody thinks that uh, it's cool because you want it to be in your heart of hearts. You want it to be, but maybe not in your heart of hearts. It, you, you're, everybody, everything in your being says, I better check on this, but it's easy to look the other way because you want it to be something else. And that ultimately is the, is the problem. And so don't think, like you said, if you've never, if you've never had the iron bracelets put upon you with your arms behind your back and dragged into a courtroom where you had to say, yeah, but everybody's doing it. It's, you know, everybody, it's fun. It's cool. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, well, guess what? They don't give a shit. They don't care that everybody's doing it. It's still a crime. Now, We're not like, talking about everybody else. We're talking about you. you. This is the individual yes. responsibility component to it. Just like when... Uh, uh, in grade school, I remember this happened to me. I don't remember what we were doing, but uh, everybody scattered. I didn't. Well, guess what? I'm in trouble, right? It's it's on me, and I learned that real quickly. It's like, all right, so you're here. You think it was cool, and and now you're the guy in trouble. This this isn't good, right? This this isn't good. This is individual responsibility for what you were doing. You can't just blame everybody else. It doesn't work. And uh, you know, I think unfortunately in our society, there's a lot of that going on for whatever reason. And, you know, people are going to get burned. This is just a, a little bit of word of caution from lawyer talk off the record on the air about uh, life in general, I suppose. But when it comes to CBD, uh, there's a lot more that has to happen before anybody could definitively say, go forth and prosper in the CBD business, young man. Make your fortune. Uh, because it just doesn't, there's too many unknowns. I was at a seminar before they had finalized the Ohio medical marijuana bill. And, uh, there were people that were speaking on it, people that were in the in- industry. And, uh, one thing he said before he opened though, he get, they kind of gave a speech and then they opened up for questioning. He said, before anybody asking questions, let me run through a few things. Like the questions that are going to get asked. One thing, is it safe to invest my money in this industry? He said, no, <laughs> yeah. it's not safe. No way. It's not safe. You could, you could buy a piece of property, build a building, new regime. We come in tomorrow, shut everything down. Now you've got a big grow operation and you can't do anything with it. Happened in Michigan you, to a lot of people. It can, it can happen all the time. So is it safe? No. You know, from there, that should be like this. That's okay. Now a handful of you should probably all leave the room, <laughs> you know, yeah. and the rest of you that are like, eh. I'm I'm in it. I'm we're gonna go. I'm I'm taking the gamble. It's a risk. Yes. It's this like one of these. Look to the left. Look to the right. Yeah. One of you not, is not going to be here in a month or whatever. And and we're not talking about just losing your money. We're talking about losing your money and your freedom. Like yeah. You could theoretically be and and be sued and all the all this parade of horribles. Now, look, we talked about this with the birds, and now they made gazillions, right? They 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 took a risk and got their products out there. And if everybody birds. followed the the professional uh, toe of the line, legal and accountant, account, lawyer and accountant advice, there'd be no innovation in our world, right? No. I mean, it's like you've got Zero. To, the, the success comes to those who push the envelope. Success comes to those who get creative. Success comes to those who uh, take the risk. But it, it, at least 
I think you should understand the risk and say, Damn the torpedoes. This is, this is a different risk because there, there's a lot of unknowns. There's just the, the amount of unknown of what could actually happen is very large because they're not influencing. They're, 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 not, they're not upholding it. It's not going through. So, but it could. If it's too good to be true, it often is. Um, if, it's, uh, if everybody could do it, everybody would be doing it. So I, I, with those uh, cliches, we will... Uh, Leave the. I think we table the CBD for future discussions because I love this stuff. This well, there's more to come. Yeah, there's a lot Definitely. more to come. So lawyer talk mm-hmm. off the record on the air, at least until now.